You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuning into the other side, the other side of sports. It's your host, yeah. Laws. I'm in the building. Yeah. You already know. We here. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Aaron, he, That's right. You already know. Aaron, off this week, this, this Bama won't play in basketball leagues. I, my knees can't do it, though. He said he out there just trying to get cardio. I can't. Listen, you, for the real hoopers out there, you know, Soon as Alabama get this talking trash, you gonna start going harder than you supposed to go. So I can't mess with it, dog. You see, I got the sticks in here somewhere. We we golfing. That's how we we get down, dog. Let's go golfing, like my man DJ Khaled say all the time. Uh, yeah. So I'm in here solo, dolo. But we, you know, show must go on. We gonna get to the get down. Uh, go check out the website, othersideofsports.com. We lit. Got more content coming your way. Definitely check us out. Share, share the, subscribe to the to the channel. Make sure you share the content. Get with us. Um, first things first, we're going to talk a little bit about, I mean, today I'm going to talk a little bit about the draft, talk a little bit of NFL, Washington Commanders, Hard Knocks. We, we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Jokic and the Denver Nuggets getting their first championship in Denver. I know the Jonas Liddy out there. Um, Denver's a nice city. I don't know if you, you ever had a chance to be in Denver, but it's a nice city. I, I like Denver. It's white, dog. I ain't gonna hold you. It's it's not a lot of diversity. If you a black man trying to get a white girlfriend, that's where you want to be. Because I'm just telling you, it's it's Snow White heavy out there, Jim. Um, and I'm not talking about just the mountains. It, it, it's snowing heavy out there. Uh, but yeah, nah, Denver's cool city. I like it. Been there a few times. Enjoyed myself when, we, when we've gone. Um, I know they celebrating. But I got it. We got to quell this whole... Joker, the best big man ever, foolishness. Calm down, people. I'm the one that usually jump off the deep end when it comes to, like, somebody doing, you know, spectacular feats. I jump out the window and call him the best ever and everything like that. But we just not, we can't do that here, dog. We can't do that here. Jokic is a monster. Don't get it twisted. He a beast. But, like, to call him the best ever... Nah, Bob, can't do it. And right now, I know the media going ham. They, you know, the stuff he's done, the triple doubles and just how well he's played, you can't really take nothing from the man. Now, is he a Hall of Famer? I think you almost gotta gotta give it to him now. Like he got a chip in his belt. And the Bama statistics is crazy, bro. It's crazy. But the best big man ever, though, nah, we can't go that far. We can't go that far. You gotta, you gotta realize that Jokic is playing in an era where he's one of two big man in the league at his position that can really give him comp. And it just wasn't like that before, dog. When the Shaqs was the Shaqs of the world was 
was playing. It was Duncan. It was Ewan. It was a bunch of other guys that, you know, you had to compete against to be the most dominant big man in the league. And it was just, it wasn't as, I'll say, easy as it is today where there's not a lot of guys at that size to really, you know, at, at the same skill level. I mean, is it he an anomaly? I ain't even gonna hold you. Would would Jokic be doing this in other areas? Yeah, he would, but not to this level though, dog. Not to this level where it's just it's so dominant that nobody can stop him. Like he's just getting 30, 20, and 10 every game at will. It, it just I don't believe that it would be like that under under different circumstances. That's just all I'm going to say about it. I just don't believe it would be like that under other, other circumstances. Um, speaking of big men, Shaq out here shooting his shots. I don't know if y'all 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 saw the Instagram post where the, where the youngin was talking about like you know she works at uh, Office Depot. I'm sorry, Office Depot, Home Depot, and she gets a lot of compliments working at. Home Depot because she, you know, she's attractive and it's basically like jobs that attractive women, you don't really necessarily see them in. And so she posted this. And so Shaq jumped in the comments and Shaq was like, you know, um, basically he told her like, uh, say hi to all your boyfriends for me. Um, don't let all, you know, don't, don't, don't listen to these people. Like, Basically, just just do your thing or whatever, whatever. I don't know. He he just said something to just try to basically get on her radar, and she posted it with the with the comments and basically was like, you know, if Shaq reaching out, then you doing something right. Come on, bro. I, the internet already got the man talking about he trying to shoot a shot. We know what the man was doing, dog. He gonna sit here and try to say he wasn't. I know, you know, Shaq out here. Shaq be moving and shaking, dog. He ain't married to Shawnee no more. He out here in these streets, dog. He out here in the streets. He probably thought he was going to backdoor to Joan. It wasn't going to be a thing. Young and put him on blast, you know, and and, and he, now he got to deal with it. But, yeah, man, we not. Shaq, come on, bro. We know what you're doing, bro. We not. You can try to be the Mr. Nice Guy stuff. Don't get it twisted. Shaq a nice dude. When he want to be, he be in a, you know, Target, buying Bama stuff and, like, you know, get all the kids' bikes in the store. And he he on his Oprah mission when he be out. But, like, but, bro, when you DM and Young is on the back, back line, you, you, you shooting shots, dog. It's okay. I mean, you bricked a lot of free throws, but we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing, brother. We know. Uh, so so the child, like, act like, oh, no, I'm just trying to, I care about the people. Stop it, bro. You're shooting your shot. You're shooting your shot. Um, that's that. What else we got on tap? Um, yeah. Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Shout out to Rio. Rio been out here grinding, talking about all the the hard knock situation and should the commanders be on there? And and you know, is it really a distraction? A lot of coaches and teams, you know, when they're asked to do it, 
first of all, you got to fit a criteria. You can't, you, you have, um, you couldn't have been on the hard knots for the last 10 years. You could not have made the playoffs um, in, in, in the recent year. And then you cannot have a new head coach and be on hard knots. So it's like four teams that's in the running for the jump. It's the Washington Commanders. I think the Jets is on there. Um, and like two other squads, though. But I think, I mean, they haven't chosen a team yet. But I think the Commanders is just going to be the ones that's forced to do it, dog. Because it just, the storylines, all of it, you got the new ownership group to where you ain't got to worry about uh, uh, Daniel Snyder and his funny business coming on screen. You you can kind of stay clear. You don't have to do any of that. And you can you can start to change the the narrative around the team, which I think the league would like to do um, to show that things have changed. Uh, but for me, like this is my take on it. If the Washington Commanders get the, the hard knocks jump, that's just more content for us, though, because we're going to talk about all the funny business. Ron Rivera, Con, Ron Con Rivera, we we already know he going he he do good behind the camera, dog. He do real good behind cameras. So I think I think the commanders gonna get selected. I would like, I mean, the Jets. I'm not like Jets would be cool too. You know, see Aaron Rodgers on a new team and and Robert Sala. I, well, I'm gonna tell y'all right now before anybody else say it. Like again, I'm always ahead of the curve. Dog, the Jets aren't going to be as good as people think the Jets are going to be. I'm not hating. I'm not. I know what. I know what. Suppose y'all think supposed to happen, or Aaron Rodgers is dead. Blah blah blah. Dog, it gets cold in December. It's not. I'm telling you, they're not going to win as many games as people think they're going to win. Dog, I just. It's just the reality of it. And I do not see them making the playoffs. I know it's a very far-fetched idea. I know people are like, dog, you just hating. Dog, they were good last year and they just were a quarterback away. And just that's just not how sports work. That's just not how sports work. There's so many elements, there's so many different things that go into it. Um, still a young team offensively, a lot of young players moving parts, a lot of young parts on that, that, that roster. So I just I'm not super convinced that they just gonna be this this vicious squad um and I know it may be an unpopular opinion I might be in a minority there but it is what it is when they go eight they win eight games and everybody's looking around I, I, you can come back to this podcast and be like oh yeah the Batman Hurl was on top of it he told it it's just straight like that but um as far as the hard knocks go, like, hopefully, do I think it's a distraction for teams? I actually do, though, because some people don't respond to the camera. And I know they're just there and people, you know, like you have media there and stuff like that. But this is different. This is different. Media is not in a room when a Bama's getting cut off the team. Hard knocks is in the room. Hard Knocks is in a room when coaches is having discussions around players and what they're going to do with their roster. And, you know, the way Hard Knocks is set up, they they create narratives and storylines to try to, like, 
you know, sell the entertainment piece of it. And when you are like a part of that, I just think that it can be a distraction to your your football team, uh, especially a team like this. See, the difference between the Washington Commanders and other teams is that, and we see a little bit, I, I, I got another example for you, but like the media here has a heavy say and influence and they want to be a part of everything. So if this team is on hard knocks, it will, it will just be like the media will be trying so hard to just be seen and be noticed and they'll just be doing the most. And they already have, they already be doing too much. They already be stirring a pot, making up stories, all types of stuff. Chase, you know, like we just seen it here. Can you imagine with a battery in the back, like hard knocks to add fuel to these bammers trying to be seen? All these geeks and, and, and random gumps just trying to be somebody as far as notoriety in this town. Like, a lot of these bammers never played a sport in their life. They never, like, they don't, all they do is follow the team and they think they know everything, dog. And then you put hard knocks and it just, I'm telling you, it just be bad for this franchise because the media has too much, like, say and what goes on and some of the media is good i'm not saying all of them bad but like 90 percent are gumps and geeks who can't bust a great in any sport they just paper push so i don't here i just don't necessarily think it would be a good thing for this franchise uh i mean it'd be cool to watch for content yeah it's gonna be big content because you know people want to see be enemy and stuff like that how he changing the team but like nah like just leave it be let it be a secret though just let it be what it's gonna be it don't need to have cameras uh i think it's a i think it's a bad idea for the commanders personally i just think it's a bad idea um yeah, but I mean, again, I think that they will get selected just because the entertainment value, though. You know what I'm saying? The entertainment value is there. Um, but speaking of other franchises and media debacle, D, what y'all gonna do with your man, though? Is y'all gonna re up the contract and sign him? I mean, right now, is is it's starting to be rumblings? that uh, Saquon wants a contract, new contract, and the Giants are kind of like, they, they're playing a, a soft version of chicken by saying like they're not going to say anything. And Saquon, you know, he's basically just saying, I just want what I'm worth. I, that's what I've gotten from the comments. But the media is trying to like drive it, especially like New York media and, and uh, Saquon's been upset because he feels like the media is trying to paint this in a in a in a light to where he's being greedy or he's being unreasonable and stuff like that. When in fact he's been been the complete opposite. But you know how to meet. Listen, these media groups and and and, and conglomerates they connected to the teams and the franchises. Though they have vested interest in in like having access. So they basically exchange bidding, doing what the what the team wants, right? For access, though it's a it's a it's an exchange. 
you know, and that's not everybody, but it's a majority, a lot of the media people to have the access to the players and in the spaces, get these stories and see what's going on. It's a it's a it's a buddy buddy system where they be like, hey, look, we're gonna give you access, but later you can't report this or can't talk about this or we need this. Can you run this story? Well, word is the street like we got a word that this and they put all these speculations out there that cause these big rifts and it's to help drive narratives that you know create uh, a contract situations or or manipulate them in spaces they try though we see nfl teams do this all the time though saquon you really don't need to be mad bro you don't need to be upset you just need to be like okay all right and just and just take it for what it is this is what teams do they know what your value is and they try to suppress it they did it with Lamar Jackson. They do it. They've done it with running backs across the league. The league as a whole saw like the, the trend of running backs, and they were like, "Oh no, 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 we gotta, we gotta, we gotta stop." Because there was a time where running backs was getting big paydays, and then the Priest Holmes of the worlds and, and the Bamas would just come out, need be blown out, and then they just like, "This is just a bad investment." How can we drive the revenues down? for NFL running backs across the league. And that's what they did. They made a concerted effort to be like, we got to drive the value down. And that's what they did, right? You see running backs, they just, you know, a couple years, boom, switch them out. They don't, running backs don't really get the big paydays though. They just don't. We got a few, but it's not, it's not like how it used to be. And 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 the values of running backs have been like diminished, significantly so this is just a part of that strategic business model for the league Saquon and and, don't matter how much you've contributed to the team your value they know all of that they know all of that but overall running backs getting paid has been a bad investment you have not been able to get the returns so if I was in your shoes, one, one, I wouldn't really be mad. I would just see how you can negotiate a deal that one one secures you for the next like two years. I would not do no long-term contract because the team's likely not going to do it, but I would try to get like two, maybe three years max, which is hard for running backs, but like you know, you are one of the premier running backs in the league. So you do have a little bit of leverage, but not a lot, though. Not a lot. We've seen running backs have to hold out to even remotely get, get close to their payday. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell, he sat out an entire year to get paid. And he got paid, but he didn't really get paid like he was supposed to get paid with his value. But another year cut you know what i'm saying basically shaved into his his value because he was one year older but that's what he had to do in order to even like touch the bread so you can do a team friendly deal which i would not recommend because your position is a is a brutal one though it's a brutal one you taking pounders every play you getting hit constantly you know what i'm saying it just it it just is 
it's just I, if I'm a young kid and my son come up to me talking about you want to play football, Dad, I'm like, bro, you the quarterback, Slim. I don't care if you throwing ducks, aflax. You the quarterback, champ. Use your legs. Run around crazy. Because the running backs, no, no, sorry, Bob. You got to do too much just for too little. That's just the bottom line. Receivers, they trying to get y'all to on a low low, but y'all still are, are super connected to the quarterbacks. And so you can kind of fadangle some 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 breadsticks out of it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just getting tougher and tougher. Tougher and tougher. So I, I don't know if Saquon gonna actually get it. I don't know if he's gonna get it. Right now he's making like 10 million, I think. Set to make 10 million under the under the franchise tag and he ain't signed it. <sighs> 10 million is low, bro. For Saquon, who's like 30% of the offense, he should be getting 30% of the payroll. They gave Daniel Jones that bread. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll write an article on that, though. Just how that the funny business day. Um, yeah, so so that that's NFL stuff. Uh, NF, NBA draft is coming up. We ready for the draft, though. I've been looking. I've been looking at the draft and the draft boards, and uh, you know, I, Victor going one. That's that's automatic. I. I'm going to tell you like this. I think Victor is going to be a solid NBA player, but I don't think he's going to be the best player out of this class. Now, some of the stuff he's I've seen, I'm like, oh, okay. Pop is a good coach, and I think the San Antonio Spurs organization is a good organization, and and, we'll, and I'm going to talk about organizations in a minute when we get to the Miami Heat. But, like, I don't necessarily know that he's just going to be, like, the LeBron's comparison, throw that out the window. He's not LeBron. I think he'll be solid, but I don't know. And I could be completely off. But when I'm looking at these other players in this draft, this draft got some hoopers, though. It got some real hoop. It's three to four real hoopers that I'm like, oh, these Bamas is different. The the uh, Scoot Henderson? Scoot real. Scoot is real. The Thompson twins? Real. Get real. These bat like the Thompson twin, both them Bamas can do it, dog. They they're gonna come to a team and like it's not gonna take long. Like if I was the Wizards, I'm I'm throwing everything in a pot to see if I could get one or both of these Bamas, though. I'm like, what, what can I, I'm calling every team. I'm trying to work deals, new management in, in place. Make it happen, dog. These boys can do it. They can do it. I like Brandon Miller. I like Brandon Miller. I think he's a solid. He'll be a solid pro at the next level. Um, you know, I like him. But like when you talk about like special, the Thompson twins are special. Scoot Henderson special. Um, they special. Victor's really good in his height. You know his, his skill set. You know with his height is really good. 
them tall, extra tall, lanky Bamas, I, I just, they don't last long, dog. I, I just, I don't know. Jars Walker, trash. Get him out of here, dog. He not trash, but we just seen him before, dog. He just, he we just seen him before. He's not a game changer. He's not a game changer. But he he's solid. Uh, Anthony Black. So the Wizards have the eight pick, and they've been linked to in some mock drafts that Anthony Black, dog. If the Washington Wizards draft Anthony Black, then I know that the front, the new regime don't know what the hell they doing, dog. If they draft this slow, methodical shooting Bama, he athletic. Don't get it twisted, but dog, he's not a he's not a game changer. He's limited. I see a lot of limitations in his game. And if they draft him, the future is not bright for the Washington Wizards. I'm just telling you what I know. If they go in this draft and they get like Derek Lively or, you know what I'm saying, or they get somebody else, I'm like, oh, okay, all right. They get one of the, they make some trades and just revamp and flip the roster over and get you know, Victor or something, I mean, or, or like get up the drag board to like two, get one of the Thompson twins or like four, get the Thompson twin, one of the Thompson twins or get like Brandon Miller or something like that. Like I think Brandon Miller will be a really good fit for this team. Like what this team kind of needs and what he will bring to the table. I think he would be a good fit. But like, if you can get up today to get one of those guys, then I'll be like, okay, these, they, hey, the new regime, they know what they doing. But if y'all go up to that podium, and y'all submit that card and get Anthony Black, I'm like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to evaluate talent. Because the Batman is... He ain't all world. He ain't super elite level, right? Like, he can't... Like, he not a... Yeah, it just... Mm-mm. Yeah. And I mean, y'all can say what y'all want, but, but the... I told y'all last year about uh, uh, about Davis. I told y'all about Davis. I said, the brother, I could find him a buoy. You know, I could find him a buoy. Johnny Davis, he gonna be good. He this, he that. Bama on the D-League all year long. Come up the last five games, and they trying to size 13 points. He get 13. Oh, yeah, that's the kind of flashes we look at. Stop it. You can find them up, Bowie. You, if you want to make it, if you want to change this franchise around, you want to put a mark. You got, you have some pieces there. You got it. You you got to get talented players who are elite level scorers and can make a difference when they're on the floor. Without that, you do not stand a chance. So we're we going to see what they do to draft into this month, who they go with, what it's looking like, and then we'll evaluate it from there.
but this is the first step. What you guys do in this draft will show me if y'all serious or if y'all just an extension from what we already had. Because this is where it begins. I just got in the Dynasty Football League. I already done revamped my whole roster. Everybody gone, dog. Revamp. Revamp. That's what I want to see. Revamp. Don't take three seasons, four seasons. No. So we're going to see what, what happens with it, with the, with the draft. But I've been watching. I'm, I need to scout some more. But what I looked at, and, and we getting linked to Anthony Black. Stop it. Stop it. To me, he, he not the fifth best player out here, dog. Not with that, not with that jump shot. I seen him shoot. There's no way. There's no way. Um, yeah, so uh the 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 Miami Heat, we one thing we gotta applaud the Miami Heat, though. I know they lost to the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets clearly was a better team. Shout out uh Jenna Garcia. She 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 said it early in the season that this team was different. It was poised to get a chip. I, I ain't believe her. I was like, nah, Bob, these Bamas, they, 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 they gonna go far. But I just was in disbelief. I, 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 I ain't think it would happen, bro. I didn't think it would happen. Lo and behold, they made it here. They got the chip. But we gotta applaud the Miami Heat, dog. They, they wasn't supposed to be here. They made it through a lot of adversity to get. To the to the the championship game, um, and they lost to what I I mean everybody would probably consider it just a better team. I mean, it's no question, Denver Nuggets were a better team. But like, props to the Miami Heat. That organization is, is the culture there. Hats off, hats off to you, hats off to you, cause cause y'all 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 put in that work, y'all put in that work. Um, Jimmy Butler's a, a great 1A player to have on your team to like lead lead the lead the squad. Um, you know, that's a team that doesn't care about the politics. They just play the best player. They just pay to play the best player. That's what you got. They, they don't care about the salary, none of that. All the funny business that be going on here with the salaries, oh, we gotta play him minutes because we give him dog. They don't they don't care about none of that. They don't care about none of that. And you got to applaud it. You got to applaud Eric Spolstra, um, you know, and his coaching ability um, and how he was able to get, get you know, squeeze the best out of the, out of the players and out of the teams. Um, yeah. And, 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 and you got to applaud uh, Pat Riley for put, assembling the team together. Assembling the team. Um, you know, I, I think... You know, missing Oladipo and not having a Tyler Hero, those are two major losses. So, I mean, honestly, you gotta, this is, I'm not even one of those people who believe in it, like, hold your head up, like, after you lose, like, if you lose, you're a loser, in my book, for the most part. Like, I don't be off that, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to the chip, you know what I'm saying? Hold your head. Like, that's not my MO. Like, I don't rock with that. Like, all that hold your head foolishness, like, bro, you're a loser, you lost. That's what losers say. 
is like, oh yeah, hold your hand, like we got to, and they take they take like glory in getting it, dog. Like that, no, no, we get there, it's a W. Oh, I don't want to be there if we're not going to get there and get a W. But this is an exception to the rule because, like, they did everything. They fought hard, and they gave everything that they got. And sometimes it just, you, you just beat by a better team, and there's nothing you could do about it. There's nothing you could do about it. I mean, if it, it seemed like Jimmy Butler kind of hit a wall offensively, and, like, he just couldn't get into that gear Maybe he was dealing with injuries himself. I don't know, but it seemed like he just couldn't get to that next gear that we've seen him get to at times against this 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 Denver Broncos team. Maybe he was fatigued. Maybe he just dealing with injury. I, I mean, I don't I don't know. And and it really wasn't anybody there to really like pick up the slap. Like he don't have no Jalen Brown, like you know, to to score thirty and you know like that. It just it's just a different situation. So. Um, you know, props to them. Shout out to them. Like I said, it's the exception um, to the rule. Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Um, shout out to Wes Buffy. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Shout out to um, Free Agent Radio. Shout out to Jitter Garcia again. Shout out to my man uh, Chris. Uh, Will, Daryl, Mike, um, everybody who rock with us heavy. Share the content. Um, appreciate y'all. Peace.